What's up, my friends, and welcome to today's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you are here. I know some of you on the internet have seen the like chaotic good, chaotic evil, those sorts of things. Today is definitely a chaotic good episode. Uh, at least the first and second, uh, first and third part with Allison and I. Uh, she walked out of of the episode. She was like, "That's the craziest thing we've ever recorded together," and we hope that you enjoy it because, and I really hope that you do because we actually had an argument. I think you're gonna love it. She thinks we're absolutely insane, and so are you for listening. But uh, I think it's great. That's why I hit publish on it, and you are listening and watching. Right now, we also have our friends, I can't talk today, we also have our friends from JMJ Missions on the show as our guests in the second segment, we get to talk a little bit about who they are and some saint um, miracle stories. All right, so I got to learn a lot um, right in the middle. So in the middle of the chaotic good, there's some um, non-chaotic good as well. What is that one called? Neutral? I don't know. Um, but we hope that you enjoyed this, this show. <laughs> Golly, I promise you I learned how to talk when the episode starts. Uh, if you do enjoy it, please hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you like listening to your favorite uh, Catholic podcaster who stutters through intros. Enjoy today's show. What's up? Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Allison Jemima Sullivan. Allison, how are you, friend? Hello, greatest grandpa. I am the greatest grandpa. You if you're are. watching on YouTube, you see my hat here. If not, uh, if you're only listening on audio, Allison just called me old for no reason. Oh, well, yeah. Now, that's the like the calmest and tamest and most polite of my insults I have for you right now. I know. <laughs> you made me genuinely angry like two minutes ago. Your constant complaint about this studio, which you use for free. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. Complaint of the studio, No. Lack of awareness about how I look cute is yes. So essentially, there, there. I'm just gonna give y'all a little peek behind the camera, <laughs> and it involves the actual camera. I have one lens that's a very good lens, very expensive, pristine, makes us look great. But it's a little close. It's a close-up lens, and this is a very small room, so it physically can't get me further. Camera's on one wall, you're on the other. Listen, let me tell my story. <laughs> So you were like, for like a year of recording here, you're like, it's too close. And we finally got through it. And I was like, it's going to be fine. And then we had gotten over it. And I have this other lens that's pretty cheap, but it's what's called a fisheye lens. <laughs> so you can see forever. So it zooms you out <laughs> maybe one and a half feet. And you're like, it's too far away. I look so far away. Maybe that's just how you look, Allison. Maybe no. that's what you look like. Hold on. Listen, I will take this over that any day because what you were posting, I looked like a pterodactyl. It was not pleasant. And I feel like anyone who truly had my best interest at heart, who cared about me even a little, would be like, oh, Allison looks a little prehistoric here. Maybe I should, I don't know, throw on a filter. Maybe. <laughs> More like historic. So freaking old. <laughs> you do realize pterodactyls are dead. You look better than that. <laughs> Which, have... by the way, you're all like, oh, I wish you had my best interest in mind. First of all, I slaved over that for those videos for hours. Second of all, what's the last thing I did for you before we started recording right now? I don't know. You don't even remember. What? 
You handed me my cup. You looked like is that, half a is raccoon. That, oh, you did. Recording. Okay, he helped me with my eye makeup. It's true. I and here's the thing. Here, no, here's the real litmus test of like what you may or may not get out of Taylor as far as like care and compassion. I'm like my cup's like right over there and I'm kind of like weaseled into this space. I don't think he's going to hand me my cup. <laughs> It's a so full I'm like, foot away. what's the nicest way that I can kind of finagle Taylor's emotions into wanting to hand me a cup, to making it seem like it's his idea to hand me said cup? What Anyways. have I done to you to make you think <laughs> that that was a difficult ask? <laughs> I've done so much you, for you you did just like straight up wipe the eye makeup out You've from under me. You've done a lot for me, so it's not like it's like an unbalanced relationship at all. But I just don't understand what you think I've done to you to be like I have. To it be just so has to be. To it has to be your idea. That's all. Anyways, listen. If you your eyes looked real dumb before we started recording. Well, then why can't you know the difference between dumb eyes and pterodactyl? Because like you what? look fine. As you a no, you have you no like judgment. A dead you had no recorded. good judgment about I how I'm now. even a little cute. You just recorded for your podcast with Father Josh Johnson. Yeah. That, that is a big reveal that's coming out in a couple of months. <laughs> but I oh, I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm genuinely frustrated now. I hope now. <laughs> I hope your eyes that I have, have looked exactly just, just like, like running did. down my face. You and look, you're... You look like you did the, your top eyeliner and then did the outsides till about halfway. What and do then you know stopped. about eyeliner, Taylor? That it's not supposed to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. You, you are so mad. I don't think you're a bad person. You're like, oh, I bet, I bet he won't get my cup. And I then think I you don't want to hand like, me my cup. What's wrong with your face? <laughs> And I probably looked fine, but when I look prehistoric and screeching, you're good with it. Anyways, so fresh. I don't even want to. I don't you're. Even we're done here. here. We're done here. Bye. <laughs> Jeez. It, it, it would be so funny if we just stopped now, <laughs> through to the interview, and didn't come back. We have, we, have, we have a pre-recorded interview with our friends over at JMJ Missions that Allison is not a part of. We can stop the podcast now, throw to the interview. Hold on, let me storm out. Back. Hold on, let me storm out. Hold on, I'm going to throw you something. Can't. What There's do you want me to throw? I know. Nothing. I'm stuck. You already threw the mic at me earlier. I'm trapped here. Help. My- I'm blinking twice, people. <laughs> yeah, your mascara's running again. <laughs> wow, this is like definitely the worst intro ever. Welcome Which, to Forte Catholic. I'm welcome. Taylor Stroll, that's Allison Sullivan. <laughs> we are currently five minutes in. Um, but you know what's good? As bad as this intro was and how <laughs> genuinely upset I am right now, uh-huh. uh, there has been so much Father Anthony on this feed for the last three weeks. It, there has been. And I love Father Anthony. Mm-hmm. We did our regular mm-hmm. episode together mm-hmm. in person. We did the next week's episode with me, him, and John. Then we did a bonus episode, which we haven't done in years. Uh, you know, doing a recap of the retreat that we talked about in the previous episode. So there's been three episodes in a row with Father Anthony. And the first one was great. The second one was was really good. The last one, he took his hair down. So, like, he was kind of done. But, like, you know, you took your hair down before we started. So you're going to know. But I'm glad, I'm, as frustrated as I am, I'm glad you're here. Okay. Just because it was just so much Anthony. Okay, just for a change of pace. Just for a change just of pace. Just a different face to look I at. I hadn't been angry in three episodes, so it's yeah, good to feel these emotions yeah, again. You've been too peaceful, Taylor. <laughs> um, so I got to meet Father Anthony for the first time. Can you believe that was the first time? 
It yeah. feels it feels strange to me because I feel like I know yeah, you never leave in, your house and he never leaves Pittsburgh. So. Right? Yeah. Well, it was a small miracle getting us together. But you know how it is when you've listened to somebody for so long and so you feel like you know them. It's just this great. <laughs> it's this great. Um, what do you call it when something speeds something up? It's um, an accelerant. Listening to podcasts at 1.5 speed. Yeah. Do you do 1.5? Yeah, there's a whole argument with me and Anthony. Don't worry about it. Yeah, well, so I do 1.5 too. but um, Because it's the correct way to do it. Well, my husband does 2.0. That's correct. It's crazy. I do my sports podcast, like the stuff that doesn't really matter. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe that's... Okay, anyways, it doesn't matter. So... Anyways, I felt like I knew him and it's always nice. I don't know. It just feels there's something it's like right in the world when what you think of someone ends up actually coming to pass. So it was like, I think I know you. And then I meet you and it's like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, it's all very accurate. So like who he is on the show is who he is in person. And he just has a really... um, I don't know that he'll enjoy this description. It's okay. I'm, you're not going to enjoy his description of you either. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, well, now I'm going to make him go first. What do no, you say? No, keep going. Please. Well, okay, fine. Um, every relationship needs a hero. And Here I am. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I brought you together. I'll rip you apart. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, he just has a very calming presence. And so I can see... He's very pastoral. And so I can see how he... Has it not been made a pastor yet. <laughs> is well, but I, but I can just see how people feel very cared for in his presence. Um, he has a very gentle disposition that's very open. He's very receptive. He's just a very very kind person, and I really enjoyed our lunch. So, what do you think is better? Which you didn't have lunch. So that was a whole thing. I I knew when we set oh, the lunch I date. Mm-hmm. I knew you weren't going to be eating. And you weren't. I was right. Yeah, that was w- so. Listeners, kind listeners, I sp- and the re- the other ninety percent. <laughs> <laughs> I spent probably too much money on a cleanse, like a juice cleanse, because I've just had enough of having too Bowel much. Issues? Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a myth, actually. But um, bowel issues are a myth. No, that you have to like stay close to home if you're doing a cleanse because it's like you have urgency issues. With I that's you saying, anyone who struggles with IBS, it's not real. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I I'm sorry for you, but the, so the cleanse thing, I spent a lot of dollars on it, and I was day two into it, and so I didn't want to not go, but I didn't want to waste a bunch of money either, and so I was like, well. You just get all of me and my quirks. I'm showing up with this bottle of green stuff. So. Yeah, neither of us were phased at all. It made yeah, yeah, sense. y'all were fine with it. Okay, so uh, we got in the car after Father Anthony met you. Yeah, which by the way, you just constantly tried to push us away from lunch. Oh, like we were 20 minutes in, but I think it's because you didn't eat. You were like, "Do y'all have to go? Do y'all have to no, go? every 10 minutes you have to go." Okay, hold on. Can I say what it was really? I knew that you were recording with John and I was anxious about y'all being on time. I'm a grown boy. It's true. And I had an alarm set (laughs) for when I had to leave. Okay. Anyway, that was just my thing. So uh, we got in the car after and Father Anthony said something to the effect of like, because same thing, like you had known him from listening for forever. He's known you from listening to the show forever. Mm -hmm. And he actually thought higher of you. After meeting you in person, wow. he was like, he was like, I like her, but I wasn't quite sure if like he and you would connect. And he yeah. was like, she's great. Oh, that makes me happy. I'm glad I didn't take anything back in my assessment. 
I didn't hold anything back, afraid of what he would. Okay, so I have this friend, and she swears by this, like as a life philosophy. She took her kids to the shelter to adopt a cat. Hang with me. And she, the, her kids, like instantly, they knew which cat they wanted, and they were like, "It's this one." And it was just h- hardly like examined at all. It was like, "This is the cat." And so the mom was like, "But how do you know that that's the cat?" And they all just kind of stood there looking at it, and they shrugged their shoulders, and they were like. I don't know. It just likes me. And it's like, if you are the first to like someone, chances are you're going to have like good, quick, I was going to say like relational ease, you know, like if you're just complimentary and I'm just here to be receptive to what you have to offer, that's easy. So anyways, yeah, no, I was the cat. Well, I was just thinking that I'm glad I'm glad that with the way that you said, hey, he said something about you too, that I that immediately would make not just me, but anyone be like, oh gosh, what? And That's, I'm like, no. That was my intention. Right, I know. But it, but it's like I'm not going to alter what I really thought. Like I'm gonna be the first to just like you. I'm gonna be the and I'm gonna say it no matter what you say. I, I thought about changing what he said. Because of all that setup, and you, know, like, I know you, and I saw it in your <laughs> eyes, your freshly cleaned eyes. I saw it. Thank you, I, Taylor. And I almost wanted to be like, he really liked you, but hated you in person. That's what I wanted oh, gosh. to say. Because no, you, you know felt- I'm way too sensitive for that. I know. But the other thing is that I remember you telling me way back when that he really liked me as a co-host like he was and so and the reason I remember is because I was like I get on here and spout a bunch of you know theological stuff so that I had the the nod of a priest felt really affirming to me so I've kind of held on to that and the fact that he liked me more in person is that makes me want to hug him father Anthony can we have a hug soon am I the cat I'm still not sure who the cat is. You're the, you're the mean mom tapping her toe, telling us to all hurry up. That was you. Wrap up your lunch. We gotta go. I am Wes. You two have a play date with one of your other friends in Chicago. Hurry up. As you drink your juice cleanse. You are our mom. Yeah. Y'all were like, so I thought you were going to post this picture because I thought it was really clever. Like y'all I, are both standing there. I have so much content from when you, he was here that yeah, you do. I'm having to drag it out. Yeah, I, I can I imagine. Yeah. But y'all had like this word trash, like both of you, like respective, respectively over each shoulder, Taylor trash, Father Anthony trash. I'm like, I got to get this. This needs documented. <laughs> you were so happy to take that. Picture of <laughs> Almost as happy as I was to punch you in boxing. Oh my gosh. I want to do Taekwondo with Father Anthony. Oh, he would absolutely murder you. Oh, well, duh. Fourth degree black belt. See? Okay, that's as frustrating as... So, like, when someone admits defeat, when someone's like, of course they would. That's so frustrating. Like, me being better at you than Wordle. I really... I want you to be upset that I'm better than you. And you don't care. author. So, one of the things we did on the retreat was we took the... um, the uh, spiritual gifts assessment. Have you ever taken that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so like I would imagine writing was pretty high on yours, right? Okay. Uh, Communication. Yes. Celibacy. I get a zero out of 15 every time I take it. <laughs> writing. I get a one out of 15 every time I take it. Oh. So I'm just like not surprised at all. Yeah. 
yeah. when I like you're like, oh yes, I did this word thing better yeah. than you. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. There's okay. certain things that you're like not insecure about because you don't claim them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so someone, somebody is this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have more followers on TikTok totally pisses me off. Oh, I like social media, and I want. Oh to yeah, it. and I don't care. I forget right, to tell exactly. people. I, I was like, <laughs> it's the vice versa thing. <laughs> I'm so angry. That's so at all. funny. Yeah, I was trying to like write an email to get something I wanted, and, and <laughs> someone was like, "Did you tell them that you like almost have a million followers on TikTok?" I'm like, "Oh no, I forgot. That might have helped. I don't know." Um, but someone accused me of not being able. This someone was trying to be mean to me. This was years and years and years ago. But someone was trying to be mean to me, saying that I wouldn't be able to. Keep Keep up in their book club, and I'm like, okay, but like I've never been accused of being dumb. You know what I mean? So like that didn't, <laughs> but that didn't hurt me. I'm like, not being. I won't be able to keep up in your book club. Okay, you know, like that just it's not an insult to me. So whatever. Things I want to say right now on your behalf, but I'm not <laughs> going to because we're recording a Catholic podcast. Oh, fine. You, I'm certain you'll tell me later. I will. <laughs> See, I come to your aid even when you just want to like, oh, I'm too far away. I don't look cute. <laughs> You're an old woman. Of course you don't. I am cute. an old woman and I'm clinging on Your to cuteness. Right. <laughs> look at, look, speaking of, yeah. can you see that? Okay, I'm showing, I'm showing Taylor my gray roots. They, it's like they happen overnight and oh, then I'm they're out of control. I don't have a beard anymore because my cool beard became old uh, in four days. Join <laughs> the club. Join the club, Taylor. Welcome. I'm young though. <laughs> I know. Angry. Yeah, but I'm prematurely gray. I was prematurely gray. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what was really funny is in our notes, we were like, now's the point in the show where we're going to transition to things that we're angry about. But we've been we are, yeah. the, I mean, I the first moment. Kind of met my quota yeah, so being angry. You, yeah, you're really bothered about the Wordle thing. I texted you about it the other day. I stopped playing for like a month, month and a half, and it used to have a black background. Like, yeah. It used to be owned yeah, by yeah, the yeah. guy. Everybody has a story. Yeah. And then the, uh, you know, the New York Times bought it or whatever. Right, right, right. And mine still has a black background. Mine, mine changed. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I quit for a month, a month and a half. Yeah. But I don't not know. only did the background change. But like, I still have my same phone and like, it just, it, it deleted all my stats. I would be so livid because I worked really hard. Once I started getting, okay, you get, most people get most in four, right? Like fours. No. What? I constantly get them in like four or five. Okay. Well, my, I was noticing. I wouldn't have kept up in that book club. I was noticing that my three was inching closer and closer to my four. So I was having as many threes as I was fours. And I'm like, okay, my goal is to get more threes than fours. And I did it. And I have more threes than fours. And so I would be livid if they got rid of my stats. Well, it's happened to me twice. And this time, the first time it was pretty early. It was like 20 days in. So I knew I had missed one. So it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, I oh yeah, you, one. yeah. But ever since then, it was like a hundred something days. So I was like, I don't know. I was at 98%, but I don't know how many that was, you know? So I don't know how many I missed and stuff, but I don't care. Okay. Uh, speaking of the internet and things that made me angry, this yeah. is when I was supposed to get angry on the show. Okay. I've yeah. been angry since the first second <laughs> because of you. Spontaneous, <laughs> spontaneous anger versus planned anger. Right. I'll accept them both. So there's this um, thing on, on Instagram, this account called Success Addictives. And I like about 80% of the stuff that they post. It's all about like leadership and, and uh, mentorship and those sorts of things, business kind of stuff. And it's one of those things that's kind of like a quick jolt of like inspiration. It's like, oh, 
I'm sure. gonna go work or whatever, right? I'm oh, gonna go, cool. I'm gonna go tackle something. So like usually yeah. it's inspiration stuff, but like they're not a Christian thing. So like every now and then yeah. it's just like it's there's just something lacking. I saw one that today that made me the most angry that I've been at this Ooh. at this account that I, I like a lot. Yeah. Right? Now hold on. Do they do? Is it like a reflection? Is it a quote? Is it a meme? Like it's, what do they do? Yeah, it's usually like uh, it's usually like clips. It's usually like reels, like clips uh-huh, of, uh-huh. of videos or. Like, um, sometimes it's a little bit of everything that you said, but it's mostly videos of like okay. clips from TV shows or movies or whatever. And then Got there's it. like a little description down below. Um, so this one was just like, um, this one was just a picture. It was a real, but it was just a picture. Anyway, it was mostly just pictures. And it's, it's a, the top picture is like a Bentley or Cadillac or something that I don't know how to afford. And then a plane in the background. Okay. And on that one, and on the bottom one's a guy like working really late at his desk. You know, in like a high rise, right? So it's dark and it's just his computer screen on his face. Or whatever. Okay. Here's what it says. If you want to buy things without looking at the price, work without looking at the clock. Ooh. What do you think? Wow. At what expense? Right. Like <laughs> your marriage. We're not sure your... you can't look at the price. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like thinking of, okay, work without looking at a clock. That's going to cost a lot. That would piss off my hourly uh, contractors. <laughs> I don't know. I quit looking at the clock. It was probably like 12 hours to do your hour. Wow. <laughs> that is interesting. And so they're promoting that as like a, see, I would, I would put the, I would post that as a, like a cautionary, you know? Right. <laughs> like, right. And they're so proud of it. So like, like I've seen things where it's like, so I get it. It's this constant balance where, like, I think faith helps balance a lot of things. Yeah. Things that seem contradictory, right? Yeah. So, like, having financial freedom and, like, being able to buy stuff without stressing, like, we're stressing about buying groceries. We're stressing about buying sure. gas prices. We're stressing sure. about Medicine. paying for yeah. school and stuff. Yeah. So, like, it would be nice to, ha- like, be able to buy stuff without stressing about it. Sure. But at the same time, it's like... I have, I like, I'm a workaholic. Like, I have seen the positives and the negatives of working too much. I was telling you earlier, I've been waking up super early yeah. and, like, starting work at, like, 7, 7.15. And then I finished my work by, like, 3. Because I was working, like, 9 to 5, right? right. And now I'm working at 7. And I can't stop working. Because I'm so used to right. working until 5, to those, 6, Yeah, 7. those hours. Like, yesterday I worked a 10-hour day. I was done with yesterday's work. And I just did today's work. Yeah. And then today I woke up. I'm like, I guess I'll do tomorrow's. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, so it, like I get the mentality of like wanting to work hard and wanting to build a, a business, build a ministry, whatever you're doing. But both of these lines made me angry. Yeah. Because, okay, so let's start with the bottom first. Work without looking at the clock. Like clearly you should have some balance. You should have some, uh, that sort of thing. We've talked about that at length. The top one made me so angry because the richest people that I know Still look at prices, sure, and receipts because it's like, okay, you want to buy a, uh, you want to buy this jet. It's the same exact jet. Nothing is different. Somebody sell, is selling it for eight million dollars. Somebody's selling it for ten. I yeah. get those aren't jet prices, but it's like I'm gonna look at the price and I'm gonna buy the eight million because I'm not an idiot because I became a of course. By- <laughs> so the first part, the first part, work without looking at the clock. On one hand, it's like. Oh, without reading the rest. Like if I just heard that, I could maybe kind of get on board where it's like it feels like an a, 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 a nudge to do what you love. You know, like if you love what you're doing, you're not sitting there staring at a clock. So like, okay, is maybe that what they mean? No, it's not. That's not what they mean at all. Right, that's a positive they're saying, that they've ruined. Yeah. yeah, they're saying don't have any other thing in your life. Because if you're working without looking at a clock, then that means that the only thing that matters is work, right? Okay, right. so there's that. But then there's this, 
I mean, we have a responsibility to good stewardship. Right. I mean, can you imagine? And then it's a picture of what is it again? It's a jet and like a Cadillac or a Bentley or something. I mean, holy smokes. That's not even like, oh, I want the healthy cereal because that's good for me. It's okay if it's $6. It's like, I mean, wow. That is crazy. I'm trying to think of the last time that I bought something that w- ended up being like more that well that cleanse. Yeah. I was like, but I knew, oh, but I knew I that. Gasoline. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing. Accidentally. It was. Oh my gosh! I hope they catch that. Um, well, they will now. We stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know. I think that maybe I've accidentally grabbed like some makeup product on accident where it's like, (laughs) (laughs) just rubbed it around. Um, So, but without, with like assuming this is going to be reasonable and then it's unreasonable. Right. I, I, but I can't even imagine. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I I agree with you. That's crazy. I got a a shot of liquor. Okay. Sorry. That you know, I, th- I thought it was gonna be like twelve bucks, yeah, and it was like forty two. Right. It's like lesson even learned. That, even that mistake, it's like okay, it's a thirty dollar mistake, not millions. Yeah. Okay. So, question: How do you interact, engage with that account? Like, did it, how mad did it make you? That's my question. I did half a segment on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but are you still following them? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because, because I like it. You say that unequivocally. If, if I would, if I uh, just unfollowed accounts that I didn't like 20% of what they posted, I wouldn't follow you anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I feel that. See, gosh, I really need, and I just, I just was convicted in my podcast that I just interviewed, like I am a hundred percent or no, nah, I'm good. Like I You're used to be, what do you mean? Yeah. That's a, that's a uh, product of the old COVID. Oh, okay. I'm curious your thoughts on that. We've but talked about it before. I, <laughs> right here. I, I really <laughs> short term <laughs> memory loss. Also, also, a, a whatever that word is of COVID. I can't recall things anymore. No, no, like short-term memory loss. Lots of lots of brain fog. Lots of brain fog happening over here. What is it called? When to you the forget? delight, <laughs> to the delight of Taylor. Okay, but now I really did forget what I was talking about. Um, it's okay because we've gone way too long. No, come on. I would like to wrap it up. I'm tidy. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Oh, oh, oh! So if you if that if that post made me mad, I would probably unfollow. And I don't care about the 80%. It's It's like you, well, no, it's like you just revealed yourself. You just revealed some core value that I don't share and I have to unfollow now. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I almost said I'm smart enough and I realized how derogatory that was good. You're not welcome (laughs) at my book. (laughs) (laughs) Like thoughtful, big corporations. It's not one person posting them. Right. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like they have a social media team and one person posts something bad. It's like, okay. Yeah, but they have values that they like. Adhere to? Well, they don't. They, they should just hire a bunch of 21-year-olds to post for them. Hmm. Well, I don't think it offended you that much if you're still following. That's oh, all I'm so saying. I, no, I, like, that's the thing is I just think they're stupid and I move on with my day. Yeah. It, it didn't that's a good day. skill, though. You did. <laughs> just now. I'm so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've, well. 
All right, well, we're going to come back and, uh, you know, that whole stomping out thing we're going to do. I'm going to make Allison stomp out of here. Um, there's an interview that I did with our friends over at JMJ Missions. We talk about very holy stuff. We go from this, <laughs> us arguing. It's going to flow perfectly into oh these gosh. beautiful stories these about the saintly people. that they're going to yeah. And then we'll come back and ruin it. <laughs> there's another side of me, friends, at J&J Missions. Yeah. Yeah. You think they're going to listen to the episode they were on? Yeah. You don't listen to the episodes you're on? No. Oh, no, I do. I don't listen to stuff people pay me to. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Our friends over at Select International Tours would like me to let you know about uh, one of their upcoming trips, specifically the one that involves the word that is now the official word of the Forte Catholic Podcast uh, because of how I butchered it when we first started. But I think I got it now. Uh, have you ever wanted to go see the Abaramagal Passion Play? Abaramagal, Abaramagal, Abaramagal. I think I got it now. Hey, that rhymed. I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, but you can go see the Passion Play. Uh, there's including shrines of, uh-oh, here's another word. Check it to and Divine Mercy. I know how to say that last word. Um, you can go uh, to this trip August 3rd through 14th of 2022. Uh, this, this Passion Play, it's funny, ever since I started mentioning it on the show, it's come up a lot either with people making fun of me how uh, bad I say the word, uh, but also I've heard about it just in like random conversations with, with random people that are saying like how great this passion play is. So you can check out this trip along with others. You can save $250 on this trip right now. You can um, So this trip and all the others that they have on um, Select International's featured trips right now, they've got hundreds of dollars off a lot of these trips. So if you are interested, if you wanted to go see um, some holy sites, especially the Amaramagal Passion Play, head on over to ForteCatholic.com slash tours right now, and it'll take you right to these great trips. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and I am now joined by uh, two people who uh, run a ministry called JMJ Missions. Um, I think TMJ. I think that's like a lockjaw kind of thing. But what what is what does JMJ stand for? Uh, JMJ stands for Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. We kind of derived this from Archbishop Fulton Sheen. He had a TV show back in the fifties and sixties, I think, called Life Is Worth Living. And he would teach uh, the crowd, and he had a little blackboard in front of him that he would write on. And in the corner of his chalkboard, he would write JMJ, and it stood for Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And we kind of were always drawn to that. So we thought, what better way to name our ministry than after that? Did you ever think of how people, not that they're supposed to, because it's one of the commandments, but how people often use that to uh, curse? That's true. Yeah, you know, like I guess that is one of the ways to break the second commandment. You know, like is that a southern thing? Y'all are y'all are up in New Jersey. Is that a southern thing? <laughs> we people people don't say that as much here. Dan, I, I, want to elaborate feel, on that. I feel like you have to say it with a southern accent. <laughs> older folks up here. I've heard older folks say those three names in uh, succession as a as a, in vain. <laughs> yeah, you could sure. say, um, but uh, not not so much. I think the younger people here are so. In their own world, they don't even know how to um, curse that way, which is actually kind of probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. You're teaching them well up there in the north, contrary to what we were taught in school about you guys. So, uh, Anthony and Dan, I haven't said your names yet, but uh, welcome, welcome to the show. I'm glad that you guys are here. So, um, I was, you know, I've followed you guys on uh, Instagram. It's the primary way that we've we've uh, communicated, and y'all have put out some really cool videos. Like, the, I think the ones that really endeared 
me to you guys was y'all were connecting faith and sports. Uh, oh, nice. it was some of the first videos I saw, y'all were talking about like theology or like little 60 second, like, you know, reels, these clips or whatever, while y'all are shooting basketball, either with the two of you guys or like one of your teens from, you know, local church or something. And I was just like, Hey, this is cool. I like this. I want to be friends with them. <laughs> so what do you guys do? Why, like, why'd you start JMJ and what are y'all doing now? So basically, um, we we had conversions when we were uh, right out of college, right in, in sorry, right out of high school, first year of college. Uh, myself, uh, Anthony here, our videographer uh, Rocco, who's not here today, and uh, Ryan, another best friend of ours. We had incredible, uh, almost like miraculous things happen to us. Uh, we met the family of a soon-to-be saint, uh, and then we kind of just you know, it didn't stop. We just kept growing in our faith and trying to understand more and more about the church and the sacraments and the saints and all those kinds of things. Myself and Anthony had a brief stint in seminary uh, before we both discerned out for marriage, and I'm married now happily. Uh, and nah. um, Neither worked out for <laughs> Anthony, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and... And uh, then we both became teachers, just not on purpose. We don't really try to live our lives in cohesion like that. It's just kind of <laughs> how it happens. Uh, so I teach uh, high school theology. Anthony teaches middle school religion. And then um, it came to us. It came to me one time. I was thinking, you know, I have we have summers off. We got weekends, things like that. I always felt that we could be doing more. I could be doing more for the Lord than I am just as a teacher. So the idea of giving talks and making YouTube videos and kind of evangelizing through um, – the internet, things like that, came to my mind. I asked Anthony about it. He was on board. We did a novena to Mary under the Immaculate Conception title, and we got an answer during the nine-day novena to do it, which is pretty cool. And uh, that's what we do now. So we have a podcast and website and all that kind of stuff, and we try to evangelize by all means possible. A lot of it was born from watching other Catholic YouTubers. Like we would watch Chris Stefanik and Father Rob Gallia, and we would look at these videos and like, you know, like we can do this. We should do this. And then it just got to a point where like, all right, let's actually do this. And we just, right. and we started and it's been awesome ever since. Well, Father Rob made it look really easy. His first appearance yeah. on this show. He, uh, he did the interview next to a dumpster outside of his hotel. So if you can record a podcast outside of a, a, right <laughs> next to a dumpster, you could, you could do it in your house. So that's really cool. I didn't know he was on your show. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have to reverse back to something Dan said just casually about five minutes ago that you became friends with a saint's family. What What, what do you mean? <laughs> Are you like eternal? Have you been around for 1500 years? How does one do this? <laughs> so soon to be saint, soon to be saint, hopefully. Um, so her name is Maria Esperanza de Bianchini. She was from Venezuela. She was a wife, grandmom, a very famous mystic of the last I mean, 50, 60 years, she knew Padre Pio. So her cause for canonization is currently underway in the Vatican. And uh, we were fortunate enough to meet a priest uh, and a few other people who knew her personally. She would come to the U.S. a lot. Uh, and then we got closer with her family. We're still close to them to this day. And um, it was through them that we had some pretty cool experiences and really experienced the joy of the Holy Spirit in a really intense way, which really inspired us. It's awesome. So uh, one of the things that I knew that you guys wanted to talk about today, uh, and it's it's funny because it's a um, 
It is something that is missing in what is typically something that I talk about. So I think it's a perfect fit for you guys. But uh, the Saints is something that I didn't grow up learning a lot about, right? And uh, one of the guys, things that you guys do when you go around and, and give give your, your, your talks, your your missions, uh, one of the things that y'all both said popped up pretty often is these like miraculous Saints stories. And I didn't grow up hearing them. I know a lot of people in the Catholic world did, but like I was t- taught more like in like scripture stuff. And there's like you know Saints in scripture, but they're like Saint John. I haven't heard, I didn't learn much about the 2000 years after, you know, between now and then. So, uh, Anthony, I know that you had a, a, a St. Miracle story that you wanted to share with us, and I'd like to learn. I'm sitting at your feet, buddy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so I had one in mind. I had a John Paul II one in mind, but I think that one's too long. I actually tell that one when I give talks, and it, to tell it properly would probably take me 10 minutes. So I'm gonna, oh, no I'm story gonna... gets told properly on this show, <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but I'm probably going to do like a little uh, option lateral to bring the sports reference back to um, a Padre Pio story, a pretty short little cool one. Um, so I'm sure, I'm not sure what you know about Padre Pio, but he was an Italian saint. He was a mystic. He had stigmata. He could bilocate. And he would spend, I think, anywhere from 18 to 20 hours a day in the confessional. Like just, he would sleep very little. He would eat very little, would very rarely take bathroom breaks. And he was just in the confessional all the time. And people would line up to receive uh, absolution from him because it was like an awesome thing to do. And there was, and always the devil was trying to attack him, like what through demons or this and that. He was always under constant spiritual attack. Uh, so there was one day he was in confession, uh, hearing confessions. And, you know, people were in line. And there was a dude, like in the shape of a man, that was standing there in line. And he was a wearing dude a suit. in the shape of a man, huh? <laughs> like, like, so. <laughs> my, <laughs> could be, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it. Let me, like, so hold on. <laughs> So he's standing there and he's got a suit on, you know, he's like well-dressed and he's waiting in line with everybody else. Other people see this guy and, you know, maybe they say a few things to him. Who knows? He goes into the confessional and as he's confessing his sins, when he's confessing them, he's smiling, he's kind of grinning and he's almost defending his sins. He's not showing sorrow. He's not showing remorse. He's saying, well, like I did this sin and this is why it's okay. You know, he has like this pride about his sins as he's saying them to Padre Pio. So Padre Pio knew right away that something wasn't right. He thought like, there's no way that anyone would come to confession and be proud of what they did. So he knew something was not correct. So he looked at the dude and he said, for your penance, say, Viva, I'll say in Italian, but I don't have a good Italian accent. Say, Viva Maria and Viva Jesus, which means long live Mary and long live Jesus. Right after Padre Pio like ordered that command for him to say that, the guy totally just vanished. He vaporized and left behind the scent of sulfur. So the next guy opened the door, the confession door, and no one was there. So people attested to seeing him go in, and no one came out. And obviously, Padre Pio is not like an axe murderer or something. So <laughs> it's not. So I think it was uh, maybe the the devil or a demon taking on a human form, trying to throw Padre Pio off his game. So could you imagine? Like this is this is why I can't do serious stories about the faith <laughs> because like I get I get it right. It's trying to show that you know Padre Pio is is holy, and I know that he had like the sermon of spirits and that gift. Mm-hmm. But all I can think about is could you imagine sitting in that line and being like, <laughs> well, I wanted to go to confession, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna come back next week because I don't know right. if I want to get pulverized into sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it's better than going to hell, I guess. I mean, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, it yeah. technically is better than going to hell, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> choose your choose your form. Do you want to be turned into sulfur or go to hell? It's like, are those, are those my only options? <laughs> 
it's funny. So what, what, Anthony, what do you think the real lesson is? Not the lesson of me just sitting in that line and being yeah. terrified <laughs> to go into the confessional now. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Well, actually, interestingly enough, I think it kind of proves evil. And then proof of evil is also proof of God. Because there wouldn't be demons or, or Satan if there was no God. So uh, that's kind of how I've always looked at that. That's why I've kind of been drawn towards exorcism stories. Not that I obsess over that because that'd be a little bit weird. But like th- those stories, it just proves that evil is real, which ultimately proves that God's real. No, I totally agree. It's a big mm-hmm. part of my conversion when I was young as I wasn't sure if like this God stuff was real, if it was all made up. And ironically enough, it was demons that proved to me that God was real. I started seeing demons and having ex- experiences with uh, like evil spirits. Right. And I was yeah. like, well, if that's real, there's got to be something else real. And ironically enough, you know, Satan's trying to scare you. And ultimately he's actually proving <laughs> that God is yeah. real. Yeah. He, he, he can't figure it out. He doesn't get the long game. He's like, oh, God, see, I'm going to kill him. Well, you lost the long game there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think St. Augustine said the shadow proves the sunshine. Something like that. <laughs> I like that. Wait, That's was that St. Augustine or Switchfoot? <laughs> <laughs> is that a switch it was foot probably there? knowing knowing switchfoot yeah it's a song by them i think it was really? like an old song by them right knowing john foreman switchfoot, it was probably <laughs> he was probably quoting saint augustine shadow proves the sunshine i had no idea that was a saint augustine quote that's funny i mean yeah he's a super christian guy. that's so funny augustine that's so funny. I didn't. Yeah, I knew Matt Mara did. I didn't know Switchfoot did. <laughs> okay, so Dan, uh, Anthony's story both um, uh, inspired my faith, but also made me terrified to experience one of the seven sacraments. So, do you have a story for us about Saint Miracles? <laughs> yeah, I- I'll uh, I'll take it in the total opposite direction of Padre Pio and uh, demons turning into sulfur, and I'll just go and talk about a uh, young Italian girl, uh, Saint Clelia Barbieri. She's very uh, like I don't want to say rare, like she's a Pokemon card. She's not well known. <laughs> Is she shiny? Um, Does she glitter in this? <laughs> yeah, she's like a holographic Charizard. <laughs> Man, I feel like I'm in second grade. Uh, so um, that's how yeah, this show should feel. <laughs> no one knows about her. She's really cool. Uh, she died at a very young age, maybe 23, 24. She wanted to be a nun. She never became a nun. I can't remember why, but she ended up starting a house for girls, teenage girls and girls in their early 20s, uh, to live like sisters. Uh, and eventually, I believe she did get approval from the Vatican to start a new congregation. But she had many miraculous gifts, which is really cool. And, and uh, to hear about, if you ever see pictures of her, she's a very uh, normal-looking, very pretty, normal young woman who um, who is recent, too. I mean, I think she lived in the late 1800s, so recent, you know, comparatively speaking, to Christ, I guess. Um, and uh, she basically... Uh, could read hearts. She had to get to prophecy. So one cool story is um, a woman donated apples to the girls living at the house because they kind of lived off, kind of like begging, like the way Franciscans do. And uh, she took the apples, and instead of taking all of them, in front of all the girls there, she she divided the apples into two groups. She goes, we'll take these ones. She said, but these four or five, we can't take them because they've been stolen. And the woman who donated them was all offended. She said, what What do you mean they're stolen? She goes, you, you definitely stole these. I, I can't take them. You need to take them back. And then the woman confessed that um, she ran out of apples, wanted to fill up the whole basket, and went to her neighbor's apple tree and picked a four or five. And clearly I knew which ones were, were stolen and which ones weren't, which is really, really cool. Um, so it just kind of proves for us that part of our conversions came through the gift of um, 
cardianosis, which is like a really fancy way of the reading of hearts that like Padre Pio had. We got to experience that, um, and um, from a very holy individual. So like for me, that proves you know God knows everything. He knows us. He's got a plan. Just really cool stuff like that. And one final cool story about her is that after she died. Okay, hold uh, on, because age, I have I have something to say oh, yeah, about about your story. Uh, because uh, Anthony's story, as good as it was, made me terrified to go to confession. <laughs> your story. As actually a great lesson. It made me scared to talk to old women with apples, which is a, a lesson that I learned from fairy tales growing up. So I feel like this no is white. a great lesson. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's so funny. Don't ever take an apple from an old woman or a serpent. Or maybe it's the same yeah. thing. I don't know. <laughs> okay, wasn't keep, your old, continue. Wasn't your last podcast, Taylor, on uh, old ladies, wasn't that part of the it uh, was. topic? It was, yeah. So uh, when Allison Sullivan offers me fruit, I definitely refuse. <laughs> that's so funny uh so the last story is for her is that after she died at that young age she loved singing she loved going into chapel and singing with the girls and after her uh her congregation got approved and then she passed away for years they heard her singing in the chapel with them uh for for different prayers and different hymns and that went on for i think 10 to 20 years they would hear her singing in the chapel very clearly no one else would be singing it would sound exactly like her after she had already passed away which is really interesting that's so awesome. for me, it kind of comforts you when it comes to death, you know, and heaven, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's great. All right. So uh, with with the time that we have left, I'm going to ask Anthony to do something that I didn't prep him for. But I think he can <laughs> do it because I um, I can't I can't let you uh, end the way that you ended. So what I need for you to do is if not just from this story, but if anybody is feeling like, hey, I, I'm scared to go to confession for uh, uh, any real reasons or fake reasons, like you're going to get turned into sulfur. If anybody <laughs> is feeling like, hey, I don't want to go to confession or it's not really my thing, uh, what encouragement would you have for people to uh, go to confession and kind of get past those barriers? Right. I would say to just get rid of fear and any embarrassment because a lot of people, it's very hard to look someone in the eye and tell tell them what you did wrong. So I would say that to know this one fact that priests do go to prisons to hear the confessions of prisoners. So your sins are probably not going to shock them. <laughs> a, a priest told me that once. And that's always what I say to my students. Like they're sixth, seventh and eighth grade. And they're scared to death to go to confession. I'm like, guys, they've heard murder confessions. You're not going to shock them. Like, so it's like, just to know that just, it's better to just get it off your soul and say it and throw it in the ocean of God's mercy. than it is to carry it around on your back forever. And none of those prisoners were turned into sulfur. So that's the that's the <laughs> that's primary right. lesson for today. So guys, I want to thank y'all uh, y'all both for for coming, not only coming on the show and sh- uh, teaching me about some saints, uh, t- uh, putting the fear of God in me, all of the above. Uh, <laughs> but I, I know that y'all are doing great stuff. I, I've loved y'all's videos on Instagram. I, I, I uh, so I've, I've been following you on Instagram for a while, and then I recently got on y'all's YouTube. So y'all are doing some like more like long length and like the like real videography stuff, which uh, I don't have the ability for. I just turn on the camera and sit here and hope people. <laughs> enjoy it you know uh but uh, y'all are doing some great stuff y'all are also you know y'all, y'all travel and give give talks uh parish missions that sort of thing you can find all of that um on on the website but uh you've also got uh, a podcast so if people are listening to this in their podcast app they can just switch on over and check it out so um uh, here's your here's your chance for a little plug for for the podcast yeah sure so our podcast just search jmj missions again the jmj stands for jesus mary and joseph and we're available everywhere spotify you know, Apple podcasts all over the place. Anything else on our website? 
Perfect. com. Awesome. Well, guys, thank y'all for coming on, teaching me about, uh, I knew about uh, Padre Pio, but I had not heard that story before, and I had never even heard of of the saint and the almost saint that Dan brought up. So I learned a lot today, <laughs> trying to fill in the gap of, of my... Um, my saint knowledge, and I will definitely never forget you guys because, uh, like, the next 20 times I go to confession, I'm going to be sitting in that line thinking about being pulverized <laughs> into sulfur. So uh, go check out JMJ Missions on uh, YouTube, podcast, wherever you listen. And, uh, yeah, they're doing great stuff. And go support them and give them a listen, and I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. As I mentioned last week, I wanted to thank you guys for the love that we've seen on our YouTube channel. We finally hit a thousand subscribers. You guys are the best. The last thing that we need um, in order to get uh, partnered from YouTube, which means two things. One, they'll start sending us money. And two, they'll start promoting our videos, which would just be great for the growth of what we're doing here with our, with our digital evangelization here at Forte Catholic. So um, one way that you can help us if you are watching on YouTube, just keep watching. Check out some of the other videos. If you are listening on podcast. Because we've been pushing YouTube for so long, we haven't promoted uh, you know, some of the good things that you should do for podcasts, like leave a review. We haven't gotten a review in absolutely months. So if you're listening right now and have not left a review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave five stars, write something nice, um, and we might mention it on the show. Thanks. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. I've learned something about myself recently through other people. You know how that works and sometimes it sucks? Indeed. Okay. Here's what I've realized. Okay. I shared the story. Um, <laughs> I shared the story about getting this uh, Diocese of Beaumont conference that I just did a few weeks ago. How they, they reached out and it was a month away from this diocesan youth conference. 750 people. You know, all these other great speakers and musicians and the bishop was going to be there. And they called me a month out, meaning I wasn't their first choice. Someone canceled. Someone canceled. Mm -hmm. And they were like, who doesn't have anything going on that can drop everything at the drop of a hat? Let's call Taylor Stroll. <laughs> I think the first part is true. The second part is not. Nope. It keeps going. I, if, it was, <laughs> if it was just one time, I'd be like, oh, no. Like, it, at first, like, when that j one happened, I was uh -huh. like, that's actually really cool. Like, yeah. That they, you know, they, they trusted me a month out. They didn't you know, have to do all I don't know. mind being someone's B team. Well, uh, then it kept happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, about a, a week ago, so that was like two, three weeks ago. A week ago, I get a call to do uh, an event uh, in a month from right now in Kansas that I'm doing. I just signed the contract today. And again, I'm super happy to be there. The yeah. other speaker's great. Yeah. And this time they were very open and honest. They were mm -hmm. like, Steve Angrizano mm -hmm. had, to, had to cancel for personal reasons. Something happened with his family or something. So, you know, I prayed for Steve. He's a big part of my childhood. And he was one of the big speakers and musicians and all the stuff when I was growing up. Um, you know, go make a difference, you know, like all that stuff. Like he's going to make a difference and I'm taking his place yeah. you know, where he left. So, yeah. um, so I am, they called me a month out, happy to do it, but they looked and they were like, Oh, we saw your calendar. It's on. You're open because I had nothing on my calendar for this fall, <laughs> except for one thing in Seattle. Seattle was planned months in advance. I'm very happy about that. But then literally the same day that I get the call about Kansas. I get a call from a parish in Florida where they're starting a new, uh, they just started a new marriage ministry. They had someone cancel. They were like, who can do it last minute? And my name came up. Wow. So I'm really happy because these, these three, yeah. well, two and a half events, I'll tell you the story about this last one. I haven't officially booked it yet, Okay. but the other two, 
and then this third one of like at least the reaching out of like he doesn't have anything to do. We're absolutely desperate. <laughs> we'll go to the bottom of the barrel and oh, whose name is this? Oh, Tatler Schrott. We'll bring him in. <laughs> what do you think about all this? I think B teams are great. I think B teams are very important. I think I think they went through their list and they were like, "No, who, who just passed?" First of all, are you getting dollars? I am okay. I'm very happy. Hallelujah! I'm very happy to be the Hallelujah, pinch hitter. Praise the Lord! This is a half full, half empty moment, and I would like to concentrate on you meeting a lot of new people. Making a lot new connections, making a lot more dollars. Making a lot new connections. <laughs> That's the professional word, lady. <laughs> hey, look, look at my wordle stats. Um, That's why you weren't working at the book club. You were like, there's a lot of new connections between this character and this one. You're like, get out. No, you're going to make a lot of new friends. You're going to move up to the A team if that's even what you want, is it? It is. Absolutely. It is. Okay. Yeah. A team needs more dollars. Okay. And yeah. More warning. Then <laughs> 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 I can cancel. You can and they can call you last easier. minute. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. So that was just kind of funny and just I mean like very it, it, it was you know holding these two things in fact, like at the same time where it was like mm-hmm. this is this is really cool. Yeah. To get three bookings in like three weeks. Yeah. They're like pretty big. Like it's it's really neat. At the same time, it was like humbling all at the same time. Yeah. Was, you know, God's God knows what He's doing with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Kind of like that time that I prayed for years to be a Steubenville speaker. Mm. And then uh, they never, you know, they rejected me a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then the diocese of Steubenville called me to be a speaker at their youth conference. <laughs> and I looked up at God and I was like, you knew what I meant. <laughs> like, thank you. But when I said I wanted to be a, stu- a speaker at the Steubenville youth conference, you knew what I meant. Thank you <laughs> that for what you gave me. But is... it's not what I meant hilarious and that's what i learned you have to be very specific in your prayers (laughs) (laughs) that's great okay so here's here's what i have to do um yes so two days ago the the, both of those places kansas and florida called to book me the whole state uh and then i booked kansas like almost immediately they kind of knew who i was okay great the marriage one somebody had canceled that was older so this was a it's a marriage talk this is what I knew going into the meeting yesterday. It's a mm-hmm. marriage talk for about 45 to 85-year-olds. Yeah. And I'm like, they've been married yeah. for not longer than I've been married. They've been married longer than I've been alive. Right. So I was like, I can do it. I'm happy to do it. I'm like, as I've, you know, the last few years, I've started to do more events for, you know, I started doing all youth stuff because I was 22, 23. Sure, of course. Right. But it's like, as I've gotten older and worked in ministry for a while and all this stuff, I'm doing more adult stuff. We're doing foundations, the parish where everybody's that age. Uh, we're, I'm doing, uh, you know, I've done parish missions where it's most people that age. So that, that sort of thing. So like, I'm comfortable at the same time. I was like, I want to make sure you're comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. So one of the things that I have found it challenging at certain times in my career to stand up and talk in front of a room of Catholics. I'm like, y'all have been Catholic. Y'all have been at this far longer than I have. I have found in my experience, well, I know, but, but, well, okay, that's right. So that, that's an interesting point is that it's glaringly obvious that it would be comical for you to get up and try to shepherd these older people in their marriages. Like, so you only have one choice, which is to intentionally make it funny. So like, so for example, so for me, like I feel insecure 
talking to a room full of Catholics about how to be a good Catholic when I've been a Catholic for a fraction of the time that you have been a Catholic. So let's just kind of get this out in the open. Let's just, so I have found that some of my best talks come with, I respect, starting with, I haven't been at this very long and I respect you so much. And now here's my perspective. Like here are the, like, the things that are, I've been here for forever and I don't respect you at all. <laughs> so, and well, and, but here, but I feel like this is an awesome opportunity for you to do exactly what you do, which is get up there and be a big old fat smart ass. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I can't say that. Smart Alec. Wait, 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 wait. No, I want to know <laughs> what word of that do you want to take back? <laughs> Definitely the ass. Big old fat smart (laughs) there was one positive verb i was clearly just like on a roll and letting oh my gosh taylor we i am sweating we have to start all the way over listen i'm coming back tomorrow no that's all it was a good try i'm smart that's all that matters okay but i feel like i I do feel like this is a great opportunity for you (laughs) to go and like just be sarcastic you know like be funny make them laugh you know like there's a there's a there are a lot of jokes to be had here for sure so uh one being, I had this meeting. I'm legit sweating. Great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I'm smart. <laughs> I could go to the book club. You're not invited. <laughs> Maybe I won't fit, but you know, I'll get in somehow. It is like running down my neck. Oh, <laughs> Don't sweat drop down my neck. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like a thousand degrees in here. Okay, let's finish this segment. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, well, like, I go in and I'm like, okay, I have... I've done a talk, one talk, specifically for married couples that are older than me. I have one talk like that. And it goes through, like, you know, the salvation history. So, like, how? Like, like you, well, because it's not experiential. It's, oh, like, this is okay. Sure, 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 sure. Stuff, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Kind yeah. of the irony of, like, you know, you being uh, coming from being Protestant, it's like, that's what you can share with Catholics because we don't right. have the Bible. Right, right, right. Do, so, it's like, right. most of your preaching is Bible based, which makes total sense whether you're doing that consciously right. or consciously. Right, right, right. That's what, you know, you yeah. have the specialty in. So, like, that's where I have stuff in. But here's what they said they were like, we've seen some of your talks and we like them. Like they've seen like my talks. They hadn't seen the show yet. So I sent them the show. They were like, can you show us that you can be funny? I was like, Man, not you know? this and, episode. Uh, so I sent them the one episode that we were funny. Uh, <laughs> it was 180 ago, but uh, they were like, we don't want catechetical stuff. Yeah. So I, then I was That's like, great. Well, that, no, it took what I was going to talk about away. <laughs> so then yeah. I, I was like, I can do the scriptural stuff or I can do like, the only other talk that I've given was for, I think it's great. Like, uh, what are they called? Like pre Cana couples or whatever. Yeah. Getting married. Yeah. So they were like, can you just come and be entertaining and be funny, but also make it about marriage? Yeah. I, I'll try. Yeah. No, I think that's like a really fun balance to try to strike. I know what I'm going to, how I'm going to start. Oh, Florida. I'm a big fat dumbass. (laughs) Nice to meet (laughs) you. Listen up. (laughs) Strap in. We'll be here for two hours. (laughs) Okay, now say what you were going to say. I don't know. I have short term memory loss. I have COVID brain fog. Yeah. Um, No, but I I feel like there's these um, really, there are so many marriage stereotypes that there's going to be, there's a 
ton of material to just make somebody laugh and strike the balance of this is funny, but true, you know, like this is funny, but even wise, like you can, as long if, if what they're after is funny, you being able to strike a balance between like insightful and funny. And even if it's, on accident because we've all have those ridiculous marriage stories of, okay, we need, we need to make a TikTok about this, you know, like, okay, this just happened, but we need to recreate this that, because that everybody, every day. yeah, because everybody can relate to this. We're recreating it, right. you know? So there's relatable marriage stuff. Everybody, when you have a roommate of the opposite gender, stories happen and they are largely the same. You just said roommate. When yes, when you are under the same room, that word is roommate. You said roommate, and I'm like, what country are we in? Roommate. How do you? Did I just say it weird again? Because that's how I say it. Okay, hold on. Um, I really loved my college roommate. That was better. Roommate. Roommate. You do. uh, Speaking of cussing, I'm gonna do it again. My dog's name was Rascal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Rascal. Yeah, I learned that. Southern people. This is the most Southern thing you've ever said around me. Uh-huh. Because his name was Rascal. We would shorten it to Rass. So whenever I would say, come here, and then his name, Rass. all the people thought I was cussing. Come here, Rass! Like, For sure. They thought I was like talking to the lady next door or whatever. <laughs> come here, Rass! No, it was Rascal. But you just did the same thing with room- roommate. I say two M's. You just say roommate. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So it's only one M? Well, you have two syllable words, and you, you combine, combine them into one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I went in. You went down. That was weird. Uh-huh. And just, uh, uh, oh man, this episode. <laughs> I mean, wow, wow. Um, okay, but all that to say, I think that when you have a roommate, we we all have very similar experiences, and it's going to be hilarious. You're going to do a great job. Uh, my wife and I very rarely fight. One of the few times we fight a year usually tends to be on our anniversary. I was really I was very sick this year, so we didn't interact much. So we didn't fight. <laughs> you lost year. an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but that's kind of like Valentine's Day. It's like how many people fight on Valentine's Day because it's Valentine's Day? We don't fight at all because we don't do anything for Valentine's Day because puppy love makes us sick. Uh-huh. So we No, we, I we feel, I feel go all out that. on like the tenth or the sixteenth. But are you fighting because it's your anniversary? Uh, it's probably not a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like is she here's it's just a realization that we are still married. <laughs> so here's what that happens. makes us angsty here's what happens <laughs> on our on our anniversary we are good catholics we are we we never oh i never maybe she does but we never look at each other and and be like i never had the thought why am i still with her i never have that thought maybe mm-hmm. she has the opposite but on our anniversary we constantly consistently every year get in a little tiff in the morning uh-huh uh, oh, that's a whole other thing <laughs> that, that came up. Get in a little spat. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and and then we, uh, you know, we look at each other and I will say, I don't know why you're still with me. And then mm. she looks at me and says, I don't know why you're still with me. Mm. We have this realization of like, how does all this work for the other person? Yeah. And yet it does. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on. Is it degradation? Like, are you like, are you genuinely like, what do you like about me? No, no, no. It's not like a fishing for compliments thing. We're not you. Uh, but we're, we're, we're more like... Um, Have you met me? I like, feel like that's inaccurate. Like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, like I, I'm messed up. I'm, I'm difficult to be around. I'm... Yeah. Uh, How does that lead to an argument? Well, no, 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 no. We argue 
and then we both feel like it's our fault, and then we come I back see, together I see, and I see. we're like, I don't yeah, know why you're Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's a cute so, ending to a fight, is, is what that yeah, is. That is a, that's an adorable ending. That's Yeah, that's cute. The, unrelatable to me, but <laughs> cute nonetheless. Um, okay, what about... So the all of the fights that Seth and I would get into that weren't like a big deal, like the things that were spats or tiffs or whatever, it would always... Seth finally realized, are you hungry? <laughs> Literally, every single he started asking, when's the last time I am you telling tell you me that at some point, you know, many years in the marriage, he just like pulled a Snickers bar out of his pocket and shoved it in your mouth. Kid you not. <laughs> he would like he would literally keep like packages of Chex Mix. You're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> and he, totally like he would whip out a cheese stick. I'm like, where did that come from? That's and he's like with my children when they're like. They won't shut up. And I'm like, here's some chicken. Here's your child. Ch- chill out and have some cheese. Okay. But honestly, he figured it out that I did not hate him and that I was just hungry. And we've been pretty copacetic ever since. Well, I'm very proud of you. One day you'll be a big girl. See, so I, so Taylor, I think I'm just hungry today. <laughs> it's like, that's it. You I'm at the end of my cleanse. You know what's funny? <laughs> really funny is about 30 minutes before you got here i was like i'm kind of hungry and oh I, my want, gosh. I want a pizza but i was like i i can't eat it now i have to wait till we're done you want to go have pizza we should go have pizza all right we're gonna go have pizza <laughs> i'm taylor that's allison i'll be back next week she'll be back in a few see ya <laughs>guys so much for watching listening to today's episode i hope that you enjoyed the chaotic good of myself and allison hanging out here in the studio we hope that you enjoyed that great conversation with our friends over at jmj missions um, about those saints stories if you did please hit the subscribe button um and everybody whether you're watching on youtube or you're not check out some of our other videos on youtube so we can get that watch time up um it would just be incredibly helpful for us and I mean, I wouldn't make it if I didn't think that it was good stuff for people to consume. There's great stuff over on our YouTube channel. Um, Not only fully the episodes of this show, but also our Catholic Perspective series where we look at some of your favorite TV shows and movies and uh, review them. I give my crazy thoughts on them uh, from a Catholic point of view. We've got talks. We've got music. All kind of stuff. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. Hit subscribe. Go check out those videos now. Y'all are the best. Love you. Bye.